The title of my message is Prayer, Devoted, Persistent, Passionate, Intercessory. We're in a season of fasting and prayer. Jesus set the example of fasting and praying in Scripture, and it, Scripture also talks about it many, many times. He fasted for 40 days in the wilderness, and when he came out, he was tempted by Satan. Now, we have to remember, he is God, but he was also man. So when Jesus fasted and prayed, he knew that he would receive the strength that he needed to overcome the enemy. Well, tonight, however, I want to talk about prayer. I know that prayer has been the subject of many sermons through the years, but I feel like there's no better time than right now to be serious about prayer. Looking around at the events that are taking place every day, we can see that we are living in the last days. God's plans are in place. He knows the day when he will turn to Jesus and say, go and get your yeah. bride and bring them home. Yeah. I want to stress with the return of Jesus coming so quickly that we should begin to feel a sense of urgency in our spirit. Yeah. Time is short and it's so important that we seek God on behalf of the lost. Now, I'm not saying that you all don't pray. Everybody sitting in here, I believe, is a prayer person. I really yeah. do. But I'm going to ask you, how serious are you? There is a friend of D.L. Moody. He was a pastor and evangelist. And his name was F.B. Mayer. And he said, the greatest tragedy of life is not unanswered prayer, but unoffered prayers. That's deep. 1 Peter 4, 7 says, But the end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be serious and watchful in your prayers. The word watchful can mean self-controlled or disciplined. It's important that we discipline ourselves with prayer. Now, prayer is talked about more than anything else, but it's practiced less than anything else. There's good news which could be better, statistics say that 68% of Christians pray daily. 17% pray weekly. 5% pray monthly. 9% say they seldom ever pray. And sadly, 1% says they don't know. That's pretty bad. They don't know if they pray or they don't pray. Christians, it should be 100%. Praying daily. You know, I know we get caught up in the fast-paced world that we live in. It's all around us. And you, before you know it, we've ended our day without spending any time with the Lord. Or perhaps you were in prayer part of the day, but it was rushed through because of an interruption or perhaps you uh, thought of something that needed to get done. So you rushed through and you got finished with your prayers really quick. Prayer should be a part of our everyday life, just like breathing, walking, and talking. Amen. Prayer isn't just for a time of crisis. It's not when we just need God to intervene. Right. It's not something you sit up on a shelf and take down only when needed. Right. Prayer should be a part of our everyday yeah. existence. Yeah. 
There's a story I'd like to read, this little short story of a man who encountered a bit of trouble while flying his little airplane. He called the tower and said, Pilot's Tower, I'm 300 miles from the airport, 600 feet above the ground, and I'm out of fuel. I am descending rapidly. Please advise. Over. Tower to Pilot, the dispatcher began. Repeat after me. Our Father, who art in heaven. <laughs> we can't wait for that crisis to hit. We should want our prayer life to be one of a personal, intimate relationship so that we can call on God anytime, not just when life seems fragile. Yeah, I don't want somebody saying, repeat after me, <laughs> our Father who art in heaven. I want to be able to say that prayer anytime, anywhere. The Apostle Paul tells us in Colossians 4.2, devote yourselves to prayer with an alert mind and a thankful heart. Notice the first word he said was devote. Devote means extremely loving and loyal. Now, are you a loyal fan of a sports team? Most of us are Kentucky fans, right? Do you watch them every time they're on TV? Or do you attend their games in person? Perhaps you're a loyal person to a particular TV show or some hobby that you really enjoy. Now, my question is, are you as devoted to prayer in the same way as you are to those things? When you're involved in the activities you love, your mind and your body are fully focused. I want to encourage you tonight to devote yourself the same way to your prayer life. Shut out everything else and let your mind and your body be fully focused on talking with Jesus. He's listening. Secondly, prayer must be persistent. Why? Because the Lord told us so. Luke 11, 9 through 10 says, And so I tell you, keep on asking, then you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Yes. Keep on knocking, and the door will be open to yeah, you. Yeah. Persistent prayer does not mean that it has to be a long prayer. It means not giving up. Yeah. Luke chapter 11, verses 5 and 8, Jesus uses a parable to reiterate the importance of persistence. There was a man who had a friend come to visit him, but the man has no bread to offer the visitor to eat. So the man says to himself, I know what I'll do. I'll go to my next door neighbor and I'll borrow some bread from him. So he rushes to his neighbor's house. He knocks on the door and says, lend me three loaves of bread. And he explains why, he's, why he needs the bread. But the neighbor says, I'm already in bed. Don't bother me. But the man who needed the bread, he didn't hang his head and turn around and go home. No, he was persistent. He kept knocking. He kept explaining his predicament with his visitor and having nothing to feed him. He would not give up. The man rose from his bed and provided what he needed. Some people give up too easy when they don't see the answer. They may feel as if God isn't even listening. But we can't pray according to our feelings. We must pray without ceasing, yeah. no matter what. Yeah. You see, God knows the end results. 
Prayers aren't always answered immediately. It may take days. It may take weeks, months, or even years for that prayer to be fulfilled. I know that the, I got saved, and it was at least 15 years before my husband found the Lord. I prayed persistently for his salvation. So don't give up, even if you don't see any results right away. God is listening. George Miller was one of the greatest prayer warriors of all time, and he said, the way to obtain a spirit of prayer is to continue to pray. The less we pray, the less we desire to pray. Have you ever gone for a few days and were so busy that you failed to pray? And then when you finally did start praying again, it's like, Lord, where are you? I'm here. The desire is not as strong, so we need to be consistent. Prayers open our spiritual eyes and they align our heart with God's heart. And it enables us to walk, talk with him about everything. Because he's concerned about everything. Sometimes we think, oh Lord, why am I bothering you with that? But he cares. He loves you so much that he's listening to your prayers. Are your prayers passionate? Are they filled with a burning desire for the lost? Are you so busy with all the things of life that your prayers are quick, focused only on today's problems, or only on the, those closest to you? God is calling us to wake up from us for and no more. Yeah. He wants us to become prayer warriors for the lost. Yeah. They desperately need our prayers. Yeah. You may not know them by name, but the Lord does. We should pray with passion. Prayer is powerful. It's not something to be taken lightly. Amen. When you pray passionately, you are praying from the heart Amen. and not your head. An example of a passionate prayer comes from a pastor of a church. He says that he was having trouble finding a teacher for the junior high boys class. The list of prospects only had one name. And when they told the pastor who it was, he said, you've got to be kidding but he couldn't have been more wrong about that young man. The young man took the class and he revolutionized it. The pastor was so impressed that he invited the young man to his home for lunch and he asked him what the secret of his success. He pulled out a little black book. On each page, a small picture of one of the boys. And under the name, boy's name were comments like, having trouble in arithmetic or comes to church against parents' wishes, or would like to be a missionary someday, but doesn't think he has what it takes. The young man said, I pray over these pages every day, and I can hardly wait to get to church each Sunday to see what God has been doing in their lives. God was using someone that didn't appear to have what it takes to be wow. powerful in the kingdom. But this young man was devoted. He was persistent. He was passionate with his prayer. He was expecting and looking for what God was doing in these young men's lives. Not only was he devoted, persistent, and passionate, he was an, an intercessor for these young men. When we pray for others, God 
God, and we pray for God's will to be done, he will begin to use you and grow you in ways that will amaze those around you. As I mentioned before, we are to ask, seek, knock for the things we need in our lives. Jesus said for us to. We are to pray for our loved ones, to see their salvation, their needs to be met. But we are also to pray for others. When we pray for others, that's when we become more like Jesus. When we remain faithfully devoted to prayer, we continually allow God to forgive us, to cleanse us, to teach us, and to strengthen us to obey him. Remember this, intercessory prayer changes things. That's what that young man did. He was changing the lives of those young people. So what does your prayer life look like? Are you devoted? Are you persistent? Are you passionate? Are you serious and watchful? Is there anyone in your life that you're praying will get saved? Is there a burden on your heart to see God's kingdom grow? To see his will accomplished? As Corey Tim Boone once said, is prayer your steering wheel or your spare tire? Now, if you were keeping a record of your prayers, of how much time you spend praying for your family, for your health, for your needs, how, how would that compare to how much time you spend praying for the lost? We are easily distracted by the things around us. We have real-life problems that, that need God's attention. And he knows that. But he is calling us tonight to examine our prayer life. When we pray in the name of Jesus, asking according to his will, pray in faith, and pray devoted, persistent, passionate, intercessory prayers, they will reach the throne of heaven and God will move on our behalf and on behalf of those that we are interceding for. He's calling each of us. He says it's no longer time for simple prayers. In John 4, 35, Jesus tells his disciples, do you not say that there are still four months and then comes the harvest? Behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes and look at the fields for they are already white for the harvest. The harvest is ready. The fields are white. It's time to pray more than we have ever prayed before. We are a... Yes, God is good. Give God the glory because we do. You know, we are a sheltered people. We live in a relatively small community, and yet Satan is at work among us. He is trying to distort the concept of identity, causing our children to question who they are. He's trying to destroy the minds of our youth, and it's beginning at an earlier age than ever before. I know you've seen the reports on the news about sex education beginning in kindergarten. Folks, it's just the tip of the iceberg. Wow. Satan may seem more prevalent in our bigger cities and using deceptive ways to draw more and more people into a snare, but he is working just as hard in our small community as he is there. We need to bombard heaven with our prayers, prayers of protection for our kids, prayers for salvation for our children, for our loved ones, prayers for our Christian teachers, prayers for our pastors who may soon be fighting for the civil right to preach the gospel in truth. 
is coming and we've got to be prayed up and ready to go. Since we began having prayer on Sunday evenings, I have been praying for a mighty move of God. I believe if we are devoted, if we are persistent, if we are passionate, and if we intercede, that this year can be the year of revival, of salvation, of healings, of miracles. I believe that God is going to do great things in our community, and I believe it can start right here at Cross Point Church. I do. But prayer must be a priority. We must become devoted. We must become persistent. We must become passionate. We must become intercessors for his kingdom. I added another note to the end of this message because this morning I was watching and was reminded of a young man who loved God so much. And I know you've heard of him. His name is Desmond Doss. His story is the Hacksaw Ridge, if you've ever seen that movie. He was a devoted Christian, and he was joining the army, but he refused to carry a weapon. Amen. Refused. So he became a medic. All of his soldiers, they made fun of him. His officers made fun of him. They picked on him. They treated him bad. But he was devoted to God, and he was going to serve his country. And he was in one of the bloodiest battles of World War II. And up on the top of this heavy ridge where they were fighting, they were told to retreat. But he saw his fellow soldiers laying there, not dead, some of them. And he said, I'm going to save them. I've got to save them. So he starts dragging them to the edge of this cliff and lowering down by a rope. One at a time. And every time he lowered one, he said, God, give me just one more. God, give me just one more. He saved 75 men that day. And it's a true story. So I say, we need to say, God, give me one more. Let's not stop praying for the Lord. Let's get devoted. Let's get passionate. Let's get persistent. And let's intercede for the lost because they're out there. The harvest is ready. The fields are white. And God has called us to be passionate on this and to be urgent in our prayers. No matter where or when you pray, change from simple prayers to prayers of urgency. God is coming soon, folks, and we are responsible to spread the gospel and to preach the loss for his kingdom. So I urge you tonight, if nothing else, intercede for the loss.